Welcome back to another episode of Living Free with RP. I am your host, the Chubiak Maniac. And today we have Alexa. She, like myself, is a stay-at-home parent. And she's just trying to navigate this crazy world of RP. So let's find out how she's handling things in today's episode. Here is Alexa's journey. All right. Well, first of all, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out today to be on the podcast. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. So introduce yourself to everybody. Uh, give us a little bit about you and your family and, and all that wonderful stuff. Okay. Well, my name is Alexa Rundle. Um, I am 25. I am a stay-at-home mom right now to a 21-month-old daughter, so she'll be two in September. And um, I don't know, I'm, I'm a full-time student trying to finish my bachelor's degree. Um, my husband is incredible because he, you know, works his butt off for us. Um, and I guess I'm also a fur mom because we have a chocolate lab. Um, and I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Uh, are you the only person in your family that has RP? I am. Um, the luck, you're the lucky one. <laughs> I was the lucky one. I have a few, um, I have like a few genetic conditions, I guess you could say aside from RP. So I'm just like, of course oh, got it all. I had to get RP on top of all my other stuff so I guess it makes me a little bit more unique but there you go that's it <laughs> I find that's the case actually a lot of people uh, have other RP have some type of thing with it like like I know I have degenerative disc disease and oh, so okay. is my mom so her back is her lower back is fused so I'm sure that's like my future but yeah so I think <laughs> that I guess it probably that might be the case for some other people that yeah you, you kind of get a little bit of a, a little extra yeah, and what's interesting is that my main genetic thing that I have, aside from RP, is not related to RP. So it even like shocked my doctors because usually huh. when you have like one genetic condition, they pair together. Like a lot of people that have RP also have like Usher's syndrome. Oh, absolutely right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they were just kind of surprised that mine has no correlation. And I was like, well, this is great. <laughs> like, well, I'm unique. So uh, when did you get this diagnosis? So I was officially diagnosed in December of 2020. Oh, okay. um, but I feel like I have, like thinking about it in my, you know, if I can recall my memory, I feel like I had shown signs of this since I was about 16 or 17. And due to my other genetic condition, I was misdiagnosed with having um, ocular migraines or ocular seizures. So hmm. the doctor, um, you know, he wanted me to do like a study. So I stayed in the hospital for two nights with, um, I think they're like EKGs on your head to control, to like watch seizure activity. And every time I would get these, um, 
visual disturbances, they would tell me like, press the button. So I'd press the button and then they'd like rush in thinking I had an actual seizure. And I'm like, no, I, you know, I'm just like seeing these things. So then I had to like draw it in this like notebook that they gave me. And I felt like they thought I was crazy. Yeah. Um, so then they diagnosed me with, you know, the ocular seizures or migraines, whatever. And they even prescribed me like a very small dose of seizure medication, but it wasn't helping because, you know, it wasn't that. So that was, I, yes. <laughs> yeah. So I told my doctor like a year or so later, I can't even remember. And I was like, this medicine is not helping. I'm still like getting this, you know, can I get off of it? And he was like, yeah, it's fine. Um, so we just kind of never revisited it. And then um, after I gave birth to my daughter, so I gave birth in September, 2020, I started showing like um, clumsiness, you know, I would bump into stuff that you should be able to see. Like, for instance, I bumped into her rocker. Thankfully she wasn't in it, but I almost full blown, like tripped over it. And my parents were like, did you not see that there? And I was like, no, and there's like a few other stuff. So then my mom was like, I think you need to go to your eye doctor. And because of my other genetic condition, I saw an ophthalmologist anyways. So I had explained to him, you know, my vision, we did a field test. He said, yeah, you didn't pass. So I'm going to send you to a neuro-ophthalmologist. So I was like, okay. Um, so I went there after that long appointment, it was like four hours long. Um, he told me that, you know, he's not a specialist in retina stuff, but he thinks I have retinitis pigmentosa. So he's like, but I need you to see the retinologist here. So then I saw the retinologist there a week later and it was like another three hour appointment. And then I had my official diagnosis in December of 2020. So that's kind of like my, nice. how it came about it. Yeah. <laughs> fun, fun. Yeah. But so do you, um, you're saying you're looking back and you remember some things. I mean, did you ever have mm -hmm. any nighttime issues? Did you like, when you think oh, about yeah. it? Yeah. So basically... I can't remember what age I exactly started it at, but I remember just like, I don't know. I used to be like at nighttime, my vision would be a little bit worse. I wasn't necessarily bumping into stuff, um, you know, before I was 24, but it was just like, my vision was changing. And so I was like, well, maybe I shouldn't drive so much at night because I don't necessarily feel comfortable with it. Um, and then uh, I don't know, just after I had my daughter, things kind of like escalated a little bit where I, you know, started actually showing like the clumsiness that's associated with RP. But that's like the main thing I can think of is just, you know, noticing a difference in nighttime and um, just not really feeling comfortable enough to drive at night. I actually haven't driven right. at night for at least a year. Um, last time I drove at night, I had such bad anxiety about it. I was like crying. It was horrible. It's like never again. <laughs> no, driving should be fun. And that's not fun. Yeah. So how did you feel when you got the official diagnosis though? Oh, I cried. Um, <laughs> so I good. cried so much and I felt like, you know, kind of silly because I cried at the doctor's office and, you know, I'm just kind of like by myself waiting for my sister to come pick me up. And I'm on the phone with my mom and I'm like, you know, the doctor officially diagnosed me with this thing called RP. And I was like, 
And I just, I don't know what to do because, you know, I'm so young and I, I have a baby. I was like, we want another kid in the future. I was like, I felt like my world was like going to collapse in a sense to, you know, and that sounds like quite dramatic, I guess, but I also had never heard of retinitis pigmentosa before then. I also did not know, you know, what it exactly meant. Um, so there was just like a lot of what ifs and it was definitely scary, um, a scary process. So I guess, oh, yeah. yeah, at first I freaked out. <laughs> oh no, everything, everything you feel is absolutely natural for people who are solo say on this journey Yeah. versus those of us like myself, you know, who has a mom or, you know, and other people who I've had on who have brothers or sisters or whatever, yeah. have it, they're really relaxed about it. And it's, mm -hmm. it's like, you'll, you, you, when you hear them, if you ever listen to those episodes, you'll, you'll know that you're going to get, that's, you'll get there. That's, because, yeah. you know, you're, that's part of the journey. Like you're going to get there. It's going to later, it's going to be like, oh yeah, I got this. Yeah, I mean, I you might just, already, you might be already starting to feel that way anyway. I mean, you're almost, you know, two yeah. years in. Yeah. Well, I was just listening to your podcast a little bit before we started filming and I was just like, cause you said that when you got your diagnosis, you were so calm and your mom was like the one crying yeah, she didn't she was, want yeah. this for you. And right. I was like, wow, I wish I could have been so calm and collect, but at the same time, I, I'm the only one. So I, right. So your reaction is completely normal. I mean, you, you see it in the, in the Facebook groups all the time, the people that oh, yes. other are the parents, other saying, Hey, my, my kid has this, I don't know what to do. And, and it's, it's funny because I don't comment on a lot of those only because mm -hmm. my comment would probably not sound correct to them because i would be like don't worry you're gonna be okay like yeah they might not want to hear that at that point but mm -hmm. and it's hard for me to really describe why like you you'd have to like like i said listen to these other podcasts and see these other amazing people and and realize that yeah it's it's gonna be fine you know yeah. but i feel that way because i've been you know i've been dealing with this since i was 14 and and even before that, like I said, I was helping my mom and stuff like that. And so it's just part of my world. I mean, so a lot of us who are in the same boat like that, we're like, yeah, you know, we, we look at people like that. We're like, we understand it because obviously I couldn't imagine what that would feel like if, you know, I had no clue. Like you said, I don't know what this is. Like, what is, what is RP? So now you're diving into the whole you know, jumping down that rabbit hole and figuring out, you know, what's RP, what's going to affect me, you know, how long do I got and all this other stuff, yeah. you know, but once you find, you know, obviously you found like the uh, support group on Facebook and things like that. So that's some great stuff. And, uh, and hopefully the podcast and things like that. And, you know, there's also a YouTube channel that I, I, you know, run with my friend, uh, Steve, who actually I found from this podcast called the RP show. So, mm -hmm. If you ever want to go on YouTube, check that out. That's got, we actually created that show for people like yourself who just got this diagnosis not that long ago. You're like, what the heck am I going to do? So mm -hmm. we have learned all the stuff that we've learned, you know, over the years, you know, that we, that we kind of take for like probably granted or we just don't even realize it's something that could be helpful uh, yeah. to somebody else. And we decided, Hey, let's, make a show and actually share that information but be funny but be funny about it like that's you have to be like you have to be lighthearted about it because if you 
you know, if you go the other direction, you start getting really bitter and you're not going to be a very nice person. So yeah, a lot <laughs> of know. people think, you know, the worst when it comes to this, like, I mean, you know, I, I, I try not to have those negative thoughts. I'm just like, you know, let me just live my life day by day. I'm thankful I can still, That's it. you know, do stuff. But then there are some moments I'm like, wow, you know, how much longer do I have? Or will I be one of those people in, you know, our support group that, that is like well into their seventies or older and still can see well enough to like be independent or whatever. So. Oh, absolutely. There's some people who got diagnosed and they got diagnosed in their sixties. Some people I've seen. Yeah. So, I mean, they've gone most of their life. They had it, didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it just got to a point like, you know, like yours did when you were, you know, you know, in 2020, it's like they, where they finally go, wait a second. Cause you gotta realize something. You probably always had it. Yeah, it, it was just it, so slow that mm-hmm. you really weren't realizing like that's what it was. Yeah, and that's what I think too because even just um, I don't know. I guess going back to your podcast, you're the very first one that you posted just because like that's the one I had most recently listened to. You were talking about like your tunnel vision, and I just you know it kind of brings me back to like when I was I don't know and. In high school still or maybe it was middle school something around you know younger teens and just like be like you know sometimes I feel like I can only see like as if you put your hands around your eyes like you're wearing binoculars or something oh, I was right, like, but it doesn't right. happen long like it's and then you know the eye doctor's like oh that's just a, a side effect of having nearsighted or something I'm like oh okay whatever <laughs> you know so who knows? I, and I think about wondering. your brain over and you and your brain overcharges that. Like you, you know, you being you being told by a doctor totally just made you totally convince yourself that's probably what it is. Yeah. So and it's and you, it's crazy because it. I, I definitely have those things like I wonder how long I've actually had it for, you know. Um, but I don't know, as my like there's really because since there's no cure, it's not like you know, anything could have really been done about it. But I guess just I wish. I had known about it sooner to be more knowledgeable. Right. But, okay. You know, like maybe okay. there's things you could have done. You think like, oh, maybe I could have taken vitamins or taken this or yeah, or but, you know. I don't know, just other things too. So it's okay though. I try to be as positive as possible, and I I can hope that my children. Well, I only have one kid right now, but I just, I hope like she doesn't have it. I guess, but also if she does end up getting it from me you know, at least we'd be in this together, you know, so. Yeah, exactly. Well, your job is to do what I said on my podcast, which you might've heard. And I said, my job is just to make it look good so that when my son gets it, he goes, well, you know, same reaction. Maybe I'll be crying, maybe I'll be crying this time. And, uh, (laughs) and you know, and my, and he'll be the one sitting there going, dad, what's the big deal? You know, like you have it and you, you've been, you're, you're kicking, you know, you're kicking butt, whatever, you know, and Mm -hmm. so all right so it, i don't know maybe that'll be me and even though like i think about that sometimes because there is a 50 50 shot that he can get it and mm-hmm. i'm like mm, you know how am i gonna react there's times where he does things and i'm like is that rp you know yeah. I, I, <laughs> you know and then, but then there's other days i'm just like you know you, you can just have bad night vision like you can't <laughs> that's that's oh, that, that does happen i get like that too with my daughter and like i said she's 21 months so she's like learning to run and walk around the house like a pro and sometimes she trips and my mom's like oh it's just because she is pigeon toes like you and your your husband yeah, right and right. I'm like 
yeah, probably. <laughs> but you know, like in the back of my mind, I'm like, crap, this oh, absolutely. Be showing signs this early, so I don't know. <laughs> and you know, I try to stop that because you'll drive yourself crazy. Oh, yes. You know, and because I'll get, well, I'm like, if you can't see that, Evan, you need to, maybe we need to get your eyes checked. I'm like, and I get where he's like, I, I dad, it was only what this or whatever. Or everybody yeah. has this problem. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh. it's like, yeah, you know, you, you, you can't do that. I mean, luckily, I think when I remember when I had my son, it was like, I wasn't like that in the beginning because they were pretty much like, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll take a, we'll take, well, we'll keep an eye on it. But that's something like really, like, I felt like I wasn't going to have to worry about until, yeah you know maybe in his teen years we'll we'll see make sure he's still doing all right mm-hmm. um yeah he you know i have ever never seen him walk into something where i was like uh you didn't see that I and mean, there's a couple things where he's done where i've done something where i'm like how did you not see the remote that's right there dude <laughs> yeah but, but it's not but it's not consistent enough to be like maybe he just didn't really actually mm-hmm. see it or he's just being a he's just being a nine or ten year old he's just being a, a kid you know just yeah sometimes just, exactly so uh I could, I could totally uh, relate to that feeling, mm-hmm. but yeah, don't like, yeah, don't eat yourself up. I just, uh, just enjoy the, you know, your baby while they're a baby. Cause like I said, now I have a 10 year old. So <laughs> and oh, yeah. I remember, I remember, you know, I remember those, you know, those days. Like, yeah. yeah. Soak that up. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, how exactly are you feeling though now? I mean, we're almost, you know, we're not on we're, what, a year and a half or so in, Mm-hmm. to this diagnosis have you changed your your feelings are you kind of uh gaining some confidence uh well <laughs> i guess i've gained confidence uh at the same time you know i don't know there was a few times i'm like eh. like i don't know just kind of think about the future so my husband he's a firefighter so you know he has that like 24 on 48 off whatever schedule and i remember just like one day I was kind of like sitting on the couch and I was watching a show or movie something and the girls they were like having a sleepover at a friend's house or whatever and I was just like thinking you know like I don't know like for some reason it made me sad to think like I have to plan certain events that like my kids would do around you know, their father being able to like get them in the event of like oh they're homesick or something because I don't drive at night so you know there's just like I don't know it's very seldom that I I find myself thinking like negative thoughts like that but I guess I've become more confident in my abilities um and I'm like open to trying new things like I don't necessarily need a cane um but there are certain times like uh I don't know, in the aquarium, for instance, where I live, the aquarium's like super dim. And the first time that I had gone back there in like a while with my husband and my mother-in-law, I got like, I lost them. We were in the um, deep sea section and it was completely pitch black and I could hardly see anything. So I just kind of like sat, like found where they had like the nearest bunches to me and I sat down and it made me like sad. So I don't know, sometimes I try to gain confidence. And then sometimes in instances, I feel like I don't have confidence because I'm like, I can't just roam around like a dark area without, you know, having to keep my eye on people or like hold on to something or potentially get a cane or whatever. Um, but I don't know, I guess after that instance, my confidence like kind of grew. Um, 
I don't know. Maybe that was like a really crappy answer to your question. No, yeah, you gotta put yourself. You gotta put yourself sometimes in those uncomfortable moments like that to make you. Yeah, make you so I try. Things. Yeah, but now I realize, like, okay, I need a cane. You know, for instances like that. Um, and I guess I wouldn't be like necessarily like scared to like walk around with one. I guess if people give me funny looks, you know, whatever it is. What if it you is. come out of your car with one of them, it, they might you might get some looks. But we do, and we do. Oh, actually I know. Have, I actually know somebody like I my when we had a, we had this woman Ike. She's a lawyer in New York, and she still drives, but she also uses a cane. So she yeah. literally, I'm like, oh my god, I gotta see this because I think it'd be awesome to see someone pull into a parking spot. You know, and get out of their car and whip out their cane. I think it'd be just the most hilarious thing. Oh, <laughs> like, I'm I would sure it would. <laughs> You're like, I, uh, don't follow that woman. Let her drive. Right. <laughs> um, but aside from that, I guess I've also, I don't know, I'm like really trying to gain my confidence. I'm currently training for a marathon, which I never thought in my world in my lifetime, whatever, that I would be able to like, even want to do something like that. But I guess I just kind of put into perspective, like, you know, let me try to do stuff while I can still for sure, like see well enough to do it. Because who knows, like if I'm at an age, like in my forties or something, if my vision is like drastically changed where I can't, you know, necessarily run a marathon or run at all or whatever. So I guess my confidence is, changing in aspects of like trying new things um and being okay with adapting to change trying to be okay well, with adapting. if you ever need any if you need any help i've run 10 so um i could definitely help you i've done 10 marathons i've run like i just actually ran two half marathons back to back this past weekend oh my gosh um, so it was 13 number 13 and 14 so i'm a, I, I can i could definitely help you with that if you ever if you, ever you run with you your tips. team too uh, actually, I did one last year for the first time ever. I decided there was a 5K in my neighborhood, and I decided since like my old neighborhood where I used to live, and I'm like, oh, I know Seymour. I'm like, it's my hometown. I was like, I could yeah. probably run this 5K by myself with a cane. So yeah, I made this like cane, and I stuck a like a caster wheel on the bottom of it so that it would just roll, and then I just kind of wow. swept it back and forth, and it worked. It worked beautifully. I was fine. Um, but if you for the future. Uh, you could check your area and I run with an organization called Achilles International and mm-hmm. they basically provide you with guides, sighted guides, and you run with them and they'll oh, do wow. the training runs with you. They'll help you with, if you know, whatever, you know, you want to do marathon, for instance. Yep. Yeah, they'll, you know, they can set you up with a guide and they have events and you do them together. Like that's what I did this past weekend. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check that out. I'm I'm doing it at Disney World next year. Ooh, that's fun. Um, yeah, I always want to do that one. It's good. Yeah. So I'm a little bit nervous because the starting time is five in the morning. So I'm like, it's going to be. I heard it gets cold. It's, it's coldish kind of. I heard it being and it gets really hot from what I remember. Yes, I actually just learned from I'm in two different run Disney groups. And I just learned that if you come with like stuff to suit you for the weather when you start your run where you want to throw it out care about yeah, yeah you exactly wanna, like, like throw away clothes and i was like honestly if i was not in those groups i wouldn't have known so it's like no i ran i ran 2014 uh new york city was my first one and i was still driving at the time um kind of towards the end of my you know career so to speak and uh i got to a point where like yeah i was still driving but i couldn't really run on roads by myself 
because yeah. it, I felt like everything was coming too fast, like curbs and things like that. I couldn't keep up. So what I do is I would run on the track for training runs and I would run on like river walks and stuff like that, where they were more yeah. of a controlled environment. So those are things I would suggest if you're, if you have any type of those kind of struggles, you know, oh, yeah. use I... a track treadmill, use, you know, use a, a river walk. If you have one or a bike trail or something. Yeah, that's, I currently only run on river walks or bike trails. I, aside from RP, I'm, I'm terrified of running in the road. I give people that run in the roads or bike or whatever, I give them props because I'm like, I could not do that. <laughs> so I'm like, give me, I'm glad I found this one river walk. So I'm like, that is my go-to trickle. <laughs> and um, your other struggle is going to be nice. kind of scary is, um, I live in an area where there's like a lot of people that ride golf carts. So oh boy. there's a lot of golf carts <laughs> and I can see them, you know, coming, but I just feel yeah. like sometimes they, they drive like kind of carelessly and I'm pushing my daughter, like most of the time I'm running and that's like the one downside to it. But aside from that, it's, it's a really nice area. <laughs> that's funny. Wow. Okay. So, uh, but the other thing you're going to want to, you're going to be, since you're doing it at five in the morning, you know, you're going to have your night vision issues there so getting around the event is going to be one of your yeah. struggles because that's what i just got that was new york city was where i discovered well 2014 that's where i discovered achilles if it uh -huh. wasn't for doing that i wouldn't even known that existed yeah um, i was actually running that uh, i got on there because of uh, the foundation finding blindness i was one of their yeah. charity runners and so that was the event that made me realize that i can't do this alone anymore and yeah. that's, that was, that was like one of those big things. You're like, Oh yeah, this is luckily I didn't hit anybody. I ran one. I think I ran into like, I bumped one person towards the end and considering it's yeah. like 50,000 runners. That's not too bad. That's definitely the part that scares me about doing the marathon. Cause right now, you know, I, I run on that trail and yeah, I pass by people that are either riding their bikes, riding golf carts or running or walking, right. whatever, but I've never hit them. Cause you know, we're not like shoulder to shoulder or whatever, but like a no, race right. like that, that's like the one part that kind of scares me. So, you're going to want to use, you're going to want to use your arms a lot. You're going to want to like uh, use yeah. almost as canes in a way. Like you're going to use like, you, you, you tend to want to run more open, you know, you have your chest open and you want to run your elbows back, but like you can mm -hmm. almost kind of use your hands as kind of a like a early warning system yeah <laughs> like as you're swinging them back and forth you might you know you could feel someone like oh oh you know i mean but it sounds like your vision's like even better than mine was when i did uh uh new york so i mean i think you know you should yeah. really be fine well last i heard i think i have i have a minimum of 70 percent of my vision left okay all right so i still I don't know. I've been told it's like mild. And then like in the back of my mind, I'm like, you know, certain things that happen to me, like, I feel like it's not mild, but then I read like people's posts on the Facebook group and I'm like, okay, I guess I do have like a more mild case of it oh, absolutely but, you know, right now. Mm -hmm. Still affects me. So I'm just like, I don't know. Oh, I, I yeah. kind of just, yeah. Wonder like one day, I, I hope I can see enough to like, you know, do certain things aside from just this and you know watch certain milestones happen and whatnot but um the rp bucket I list yeah that's I, what, I, that's I, what yeah, I call ultimate it. bucket list yeah the rp bucket list you need everyone has an, everyone has most people with rp have a bucket list so that things they well, want to do before that now. door closes <laughs> before that before that you know window closes you'll find that you appreciate things more you know like you might look at something that makes no sense to somebody but because you just want to take it in you know like maybe staring mm -hmm. at a flower 
you know, you never yeah. know, you know, you know, which is awesome because like, I feel like we appreciate things like that way more than other people do. You know, yeah, I just, agree. You know, the sky or whatever, or, you know, things like that. Yeah. You know, so that's awesome. So besides obviously, you know, uh, or being a runner, which is awesome. Uh, what, do you have any other interests that you are hobbies that you're into? Um, so, well, so I tried embroidering. <laughs> I really <laughs> wanted to try it. It's all for my birthday last year. My sister got me like this kit or whatever. I still have yet to finish the one that I've been working on, but I don't mind that. I feel like my husband says I look like an old lady because I'm not, I don't like <laughs> need my glasses to see what I'm doing with it, but it just makes it a little bit more clear. So I'm just like, you know, sitting in bed or whatever with my glasses on doing it. And he's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but aside from that, I like to read um, and, you know, watch TV shows, movies, um, go to the movies when I have the chance to the last movie I saw in theater was the new Spider-Man oh that was awesome uh, it was pretty good <laughs> so I'm trying to go to see the new Doctor Strange um yeah let's see that too we'll see but um and I don't know just I like I really like to bake and cook and stuff like that and spend nice. time with my family I my husband and I like we moved out of state um from my family and his family too um so whenever they come and visit, you know, really like to soak in as much time as we can with them, even if we're not doing anything like around where we live now or whatever, and we're just all hanging out together, really enjoy quality time with everyone. So nice. And how do you feel RP has affected some of those things? Is it, I mean, or has it like, are there certain things like, you know, going to movies must yeah. be a little bit of a struggle, at least if you show up late and you have to, when the lights are out. Yes. Like, yeah. So actually now that, we're talking about movies I guess that's something if I think about like you know back in the mind um that's probably like a sign too you know when I was younger that you know maybe I had it because I walk like if I'm sitting like up kind of high and you have to go up the stairs to get to the seat I feel like I walk like an old lady like you know trying to make sure I'm not tripping oh yeah or whatever. yeah oh yeah right yeah the RP um, shuffle right <laughs> <laughs> um but so aside from that, um, I don't know. Well, my family is like, I guess, understanding of people of disabilities because my mom's brother, so my uncle, he has cerebral palsy and my oh, okay. mom has been his caregiver for almost 30 years. Like, it's oh, that's been cool. Well, I mean, ever... that's good. So, <laughs> so you get, yeah, like you come so... from a caring family, you know, you come from yeah, a yeah. that's, that's, that's cool. On my husband's family, um, his mom's a nurse and he's a firefighter, like I said. So they're like, you know, all in that medical field. So they like understand too. Um, so I guess, you know, when I came out with like my diagnosis of like RP, you know, it was basically like, okay, how can we help you? You know, what, what do you think? You know, just kind of like discussing things, I guess. Um, changing some things that we do or, you know, whatever, I guess. Mainly like when it comes to more like dim areas, not necessarily like during the daytime, um, but they were pretty understanding. And, you know, if we go out at night or, you know, my sister and I, when she came to visit, we actually went back to that same aquarium that my husband and mother-in-law went to. And my sister was so sweet because my husband was like with my daughter pushing her and stuff. And my sister was like, 
okay, you know, I know the last time that you went through here was kind of scary for you. You know, you can like link arms with me and I'll walk you through here. So, you know, they've become. That's the best way to do it. Don't, don't let them drag you or anything. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like to be, I don't like to be led around like an animal. No, right. (laughs) (laughs) So it was really nice that, you know, my family, uh, you know, it's a learning process for sure. Cause you know, we're not really like, I don't know. We're still pretty new with the diagnosis, I guess. What I'm trying to say. Yeah. So you're still trying to figure out your whole thing. Yeah. But yeah, no, it sounds, it sounds like your husband doing like the interlatching. That's what my mom and my, uh, my stepdad would do with my mom, like to make it not mm-hmm. like embarrassing. He would just interlock, you know, elbow, you know, kind yeah. of wrap around her, her arm and stuff like that. So that looks, it doesn't look like you're helping her get around. It looks, it just looks more natural. And cause you know, we yeah. want to be, we're normal people. We want to, yeah. we want to go into places and look like, or having a normal thing, you know, you don't want your husband to come in and then grab you like you're a camel and start, you know, leading <laughs> you to like the, the table or something like, yeah. no, it's like, yeah, you have to, he has to learn how to do, which he will, he'll learn more nonchalant ways to, uh, you know, guide you into situations so that he looks like a husband and, you know, and just, and it looks all normal and you, and you get to be your just a wife and no one yeah. needs to really know that, Hey, look, you know, this is my wife that, you know the, the the blind girl or something it's like you know there there's always good ways to do that because that's the one thing i think a lot of us like don't like and you know when you when to be treated different you know yeah like you still want to be you, I, I can't say your name because i literally have my echo like right near me <laughs> <laughs> so that's if okay. i say your name she'll be like what yeah yeah <laughs> I, no, I get it yeah i still yeah. definitely like i crave that independence um you know, right. and, oh, yeah, you are. and it's, it's nice that, you know, I, I get that independence. Um, and it's also nice that, you know, we're all kind of like learning this together, um, ways to like, you know, help it if we're in public or help at home or whatever. Um, even my dog tries helping at home. Yeah. He's not a guide dog at all. He's just a goofball, but he tries, but because he's a chocolate lab and, you know, my peripheral vision can only see so much. There oh, and he's, oh, he's black. Yes. See uh, him. Yeah, that's and not good. Yeah. I feel bad because like sometimes I get upset at him and I'm like, <laughs> it's not your fault. Like, I know it's not your fault. I'm just like kind of frustrated because like I tripped over him or like, you know, because I, I think he understands that I'm going like through something or whatever, because he's he gets like right. really close to me and whatnot. And I'm just like, sometimes I'm like, okay, you're too much, you know, like you need to go away, get away <laughs> from here or something. Because and there was one time oh, he, he chooses, he chooses to lay in the wrong spots. And my oh, daughter man, was that's, like, that's their job. Yeah, right. <laughs> and <laughs> of course, I didn't see him. And my daughter was like, nine months old or whatever. And I'm walking back from her room after changing her and I'm holding her in my arms and I didn't see him and I completely tripped over him and I was like holding on to her the whole time but like her and I both are crying and I was uh, like so frustrated I was like really <laughs> no, it's not, it's, that's tough it is yeah, um yeah. here's the other thing I would suggest I mean do you have like uh, uh like a group of friends do you have a well, some people do have. A- I I have some friends that live by us, but they we kind of like live 
you know, almost an hour from them. And they all like have their own jobs and lives and stuff. So I don't know, you know, people tell me like, you know, don't feel free to like reach out or, you know, to hang out or whatever. And I don't know, sometimes I just don't want to like feel like I'm an inconvenience. Say don't feel that way. See, that's that's one thing I would tell you. I mean, because you don't want, you know, everyone want to feel that way because people, most people want to help. And when you start getting like things are, I mean, things are probably going to get worse and you're going to, you're going to need to like, these are people that you're going to want to rely on. So this is a good time to kind of build that that thing you know because I, I sometimes even do it to this day like i have friends mm-hmm. that i'm like uh oh, again i do i, I don't know if i want to bother them again you know and but i'll still i might still ask them like hey you know i need to get here or whatever you know i don't i hate to ask you again but uh blah blah blah, blah you know mm-hmm. i know you might be around and but yeah that's one thing don't ever don't feel like you're a burden to people like you know because like a lot of people a lot of people want to help especially you know if they know if they're if you guys are close yeah, you know, they know you, you know, like you're, you're, you're going to find as things kind of progress, you're going to f- see the people that are your real, like, as I would say, ride or die uh, friends, yeah. but then you're going to find the people that you thought were your friends. And they're the ones that kind of just, they're not always there for you. So, but oh, that's yeah. what you're going to find. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's yeah, a, that, believe, in itself yeah. is a journey, but yeah, find some people. I highly recommend always, you know, I only have like a super, I have a certain amount of core, you know, like these are mm. my people that I could, you know, if I need a ride or whatever, you know, yeah. I'm in a situation like an RP situation or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I know these people help me. Like, say, if I'm working out in the house and I don't feel comfortable or working by myself on something and I need an extra pair of eyes or something, like, yeah. okay, uh, this I know this guy will come. You know, this guy's gonna help me. So definitely, you know, those are things as a newly diagnosed person, <laughs> I would say definitely look into doing is you keep those, you know people close transportation's gotta be tough i mean i don't know how how is transportation in your area uh well i don't know oh um well i i live in like a small town in between two big towns so if Mm -hmm. i i mean i i drive myself i have my own car oh yeah i I just don't drive at night but if i i guess if i ever needed to use public transportation for anything it would be like a really long walk to get there. So <laughs> I'll be I there for I'm that. definitely thankful that I'm able to still drive and whatnot. Cause I would have to, oh, yeah. I don't You're know. It's, it's hard not feeling like a burden sometimes. Cause I know, you know, if once, you know, hopefully things don't go like too downhill, <laughs> but if things go like, you know, more downhill, we're like, I can't see well enough to even drive then I'd really have to like rely on my husband on like his off days from work. Like, Hey, I need to run these errands or whatever. Um, but I feel like, you know, those are good things to keep in mind is like public transportation, or can you get like, you know, services for groceries to get delivered where you live or whatever mm-hmm. with this? Oh yeah. I don't know where I live right now. I I couldn't even, I live like in what's considered like too rural of an area that even if I wanted to get my groceries delivered, cause I don't feel like going to get them. I, I don't qualify cause I live apparently in the boondocks, but See, I those don't. are things you might have to think about in the future. Like maybe, maybe you might have to move somewhere closer to like those kind of things Yeah, to make. Yeah. That's definitely one of those, but anyway, so that's a, that's, as I would say, it's a future you problem. It's a future. But it is a <laughs> that's good my future thing to keep problem. in 
But it is a good thing to keep in mind because we rent our house right now and we're thinking, you know, we're hoping to buy within the next year or two. And those are honestly things I didn't even think of. So now I'm like, like, okay, when we start seriously, like looking at places, we got to make sure that, you know, we live. Uh, Where's the bus route? Where's this? Like, not that you need it now. Yeah. If you're saying, hey, this is the house we're going to be living in, let's say for the next, I don't know, you know, 30 years or whatever say it is your forever home um then yeah you're probably gonna at least want to consider at least make sure that because that's what my mom always tells me all the time like you know make sure you find some place that's close to transportation and this and that and i'm like i yeah. know i know mom but yeah <laughs> we, we're lucky we're lucky that we have uber that didn't exist when my mom was going to rv like we have like you have all those other technology like oh yeah you, a lot of, you got you got a lot of great things you got instacart yeah. and all that stuff amazon we have like the things that like that my mom probably super struggled with back in like the 80s or so mm-hmm. like this is like not even like remotely a problem for you know for us or you know people in this, yeah. this time right now dealing with it you know um and honestly i don't know i mean i'm not a doctor but i i go based on progression and based mm-hmm. on your progression i just don't like you're probably still gonna have very usable vision probably still do like i mean i still have usable vision and i'm 41 and i have yeah. a very slow form so i mean it, it's starting to shift a little more now the cataracts is getting worse now um yeah. but you know like my mom was she wasn't really i think licensed shadows until like i think she said like 58 59 like sometime after uh, my son was born like she could mm-hmm. still see my son when he was born when her her grandson was when he was born yeah so, you know so it takes a long time. I know it's like, it's tough. I mean, it's tough to really convince anybody. To, if I, if I, even if I say there are any one of us with RP who are a little more like we've been down this road, it's tough. We're all, we all have, all have different forms of RP. We all have different uh, genes that cause that. I would highly recommend if you have, I would get your genes tested to see what kind of, um, what, what, caused, what is the mutation that caused yours? Uh, yes, I have done that twice. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Still waiting for results. There so you go. The That's good. That's good. Time, yeah. The first time I got it, it was blood draw. And I finally got results after almost a year. And wow. they basically came back like saying that they have to go through this process again because I didn't like the gene that I have didn't pick up on anything. Oh, like, that's possible. The they're they're common, able, yes. Yeah. 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 So then I freaked out about that and was like, well, what does this mean? Yeah. <laughs> but then like I asked a question in that group on Facebook and um, people were like, don't worry. You know, there's like, there's a lot of different genes that are like yeah, so common, something but they're not whatever. considered yeah, like too common or whatever. And you know, so I was like, okay. And then, um, so that was at my old retinologist back in my home state, but now where I live right now, I had seen the doctor back in November, you know, like almost a year after my first initial visit, I guess. And, um, I did a saliva test and I'm yeah, still okay. waiting for the results. Well, I hope that one gets better. <laughs> I hope so too. But on there, yeah. you had the option to get like, to request a test for like your children or someone else. So I did request to get a test for my child to see if she has it all. So I guess we'll find out whenever they get back to me on that. But I mean, she's, She's like I said, she's only 21 months, so I'm not necessarily too concerned. Um, but it would be nice to know, like, if she has it, if she's a carrier, 
if she doesn't have it and is not a care, you know what I mean? Um, oh, no, absolutely. You know, now those days, hopefully we'll like, I mean, I went through the foundation fighting blindness and uh, one of the guys, one of the, um, uh, Dustin book, he was one of, actually, I had him on my podcast also, but he actually oh, okay. is, uh, he works with like, um, the foundation fighting blindness. So he kind of like walked me through the process and, uh, th but that was definitely one thing he did tell me was the worst comes to, the worst case scenario is you might get back something that just basically says, yeah, unknown, basically, mm -hmm. which means that, yeah, you have one that isn't in the registry yet. <laughs> so like, they, you know, so there's nothing, you know, they don't, they don't know about it. So it doesn't, you know, luckily mine's like, our, um, I have the RHO. Well, I have two, but I know the RHO was like the main, the main one and RHO is like a really like a very common uh, gene. So it's like high on the list of like, so if they make a trials or things like that, like mine is most likely the one that they're going to start attacking because it would cover the most, it would cover a larger ground of people, you know, so. They haven't made any trials yet for it. I, I think there it? is some of the dust and bucks that they did. I think there are some, but not like, for my specific, there's certain, he did say that they, I thought they are, but yeah, I should get like, well, granted, I haven't filled out my whole, uh, there's like this RP kind of tracker thing. And if yeah, you feel the more, the more detailed you fill it out, like kind of the higher on that list you go basically, because they have more information to go with. Like right now mm -hmm. they know, okay, right now they know Mike Jubiak has our age, you know, they know that I have that. It's in that yeah. tracker. So I'm like, if trials come up and maybe there's a possibility that, I could fit them. Maybe they'll, maybe I might have a chance to get one, but I would stand a better chance if I sat there. And I think it takes like, I find how many minutes, but you have to go through the whole, this whole, fill your whole profile out. If you do that, then oh yeah, kind of wow. bump, kind of bumps you up, makes it more, because now it makes you more specific type of person that they yeah. might be looking for, for that, for the trial. So, which that's why I got to do. I keep reminding myself. And of course I always forget. Um, <laughs> but, but like I said, see, this is how this is. And here's the funny thing. See, like, you, like, you think about like, you know, you think about all the time. No, see, this is how sometimes it gets sometimes with RP. You're just like, I know I should do this, but you know, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm going to do it, you know, but I'm not super like, it's not, I don't want it to just something be uh, overpower my life here. Yeah. Uh, if, if there's if there is a trial that is meant for me i'm the kind of person that believes in in that i'm gonna get it like i'm the kind of person that believes that if something is supposed to happen mm -hmm. it's gonna happen like yeah regardless of what you do or not do mm -hmm. um things are gonna happen like people find me on this podcast that like i didn't look for them you know or you know i've had you know certain things uh, event you know opportunities have come up because of this podcast i didn't go and do anything in life it just that's gonna happen if you're meant you know like when you when you got diagnosed that was when you were supposed to get diagnosed yeah you know, that's you can think all you want like man i probably what happens if i get it like you were saying before like you could be like oh man i should have maybe if i got diagnosed earlier i could have done this earlier and but no like you're you're right where you're supposed to be like this, yeah this is, i agree know. with that too because I don't know. I feel like if maybe I found out when I was younger or something, you know, who knows? Cause I, I played soccer in high school and college and oh, nice. know, awesome. so maybe if I was diagnosed, I probably, I could have like stopped and been like, yeah, I'm you would have, like you said, exactly. You would have gotten like more crazy in your head about things. Yeah. Maybe you would have decided oh. that you didn't want to have children. Yeah. Um, Cause I had that thought. I went from like, I was going to be, I wanted to be a dad to mm -hmm. once I got the diagnosis and a few years after that I was like well no I don't want to have kids because I don't want to risk 
passing it on to them. And then I met my wife. And then by that point I was back on the, you know, we'll just cross that. I was, I'm, you know, I'm good. Like I'm good. Worst comes to worst. If my kid gets it, I'll just, we'll just deal with it. It's just, that's how life's that's life. Yeah. You know? And by then technology is like amazing. I mean, when my, when I got it, I, when I got a technology, it was already starting to upswing. My mom's like, don't worry. Unlike me, you have, you know, you've got this technology on your side, take it one day at a time. So now here we are, my son, you know, (laughs) you know, even if my son got it, I would just remind myself that, man, he lives in an amazing time. So yeah, I mean, technology is so great these days because you even have these apps on your phone that, you know, oh, yeah, for text to speech and other stuff. And I, oh, I, reads products you know, for you. It does everything. Like you could, you could, yeah. yeah. So you, you things like things that like, and back then, even if those things existed, say like in the 80s or 90s, those mm-hmm. things cost a lot of money and they were much bigger. Yeah. They weren't now like, you yeah, have so, it on your phone. <laughs> yep. Now you literally have it on this little tiny device so it's exactly. in your pocket that you have access to so it's no no um actually a, a funny a good one for you that you might not know that i, I always remind people since you're kind of in that early stage with the dark with the night vision and you know how to mm-hmm. use a smartphone if you're ever in a situation where you can't like you know say you get dropped off somewhere or something and you're stuck somewhere or whatever for whatever reason yeah. and you need to like feel more comfortable seeing or whatever you just use your use the camera of your phone because it has a dark depth night sensor. So it actually, it, like, oh, it, the, the screen will look like that. light. <laughs> yep. So if you ever need to see something, you just use your phone to see it. You use, yeah, and it'll, because it's going to automatically look brighter in your phone yeah. than it is what you're, than what your vision is seeing. I've Ours, only what, ever used my flashlight. I've never thought about using the camera to see. So that's, that's really smart. I will do I, that. I, I see those are those little things. I, those are those little things I know that, like, you know what? That probably would help. That would have helped me back if there was a smartphone back when I was, yeah. you know, <laughs> in my teen years or so. I'd been like, ah, this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah because man, sure. i used to i couldn't do anything back in uh when i was in high school like what there was like you know functions with my friends and like mm. we're, you know say maybe having a, a bonfire or whatever campfire or whatever i was the dude that had to stay at the campfire because i couldn't run around and you know participate with them yeah. doing things because yeah i'm gonna run into a bush or something i'm gonna run into, like i knew it wasn't it was a problem so yeah no so yeah yeah that, those things are great so yeah definitely um that's a that's a that's a big one to me ever since i, I discovered that actually I think it was like I was outside one time. Like this is after obviously it was when I was on disability. So maybe like 2016, 2017. So around there. I just remember being outside and working out or something. And and I just remember holding my phone up and being like, wow. It's like, is this what night vision is? <laughs> like, like, is this what normal people see? Like, is this what yeah. it's supposed to look like? Because I don't know what that is. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like I said, even you probably don't even realize that like you probably thought your night vision was what like you know normal normal people is so you wouldn't have thought to be like oh i have a problem seeking night because you just think doesn't everybody honestly yeah (laughs) or i thought saw pictures online of like people and it's like oh this is what it looks like when you have um oh i forget the name of it but it's like when your eye it starts with the s um stigmatism yes that and i'm like oh maybe i have astigmatism <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Tell you, you, well because why would you like like you said you've never heard our piece so that would never yeah, exactly be something remotely that you would ever think i mean i could tell you i've only talked to maybe one person where i said to them my condition and they said oh i've heard of that like other yeah. than that I mean, most people are like what 
Like, what do you yeah, have? Yeah, I even, I have to explain it. Like, not even the doctors, like, at the doctor's office know what it is. So they're like, what is that? Yeah. Like, uh, at the eye doctor, because I wear glasses, too. Now, I don't know if your eye doctor is the same, but so, like, where I go to now, and even where I went to in my home state at the specialist office, I would have to see, I couldn't see like the retinologist to get like my prescription redone. I'd have to go see. Well, you can't get your, like, no, like I was, I have two separate, basically, I, if I'm just doing yeah. like, if I'm just doing glasses, for instance, or, you know, mm -hmm. I want to get better glasses, I would see my regular eye doctor. Optometrist, yeah. 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 And he so loves, the he same... they like RP though, because you know what, they never see it my yes. doctor anyway so he'd get excited he'd be like oh i have he'd be like oh we have um we have a new girl here and in, you know into whatever she's uh -huh. do you mind if we come in and like do you mind if she just you know you know checks your eyes out and I'm like oh, yeah sure why not so oh, yeah, yeah. You, you might you might this, get that <laughs> yeah, well this past so i was up in my home state this past christmas time and since i was there i was like you know let me see that the optometrist because i need to update on my prescription whatever yeah so i go in and i had already seen the retinologist so i was like and i was told that when your eyes get dilated that that's considered oh. a health visit so, so i tell my optometrist office i said i don't need my eyes dilated i already had that done like extremely well I was like I don't need it <laughs> yeah please and don't like, do that well you need to do it anyways because we haven't seen you in x amount of years and I was like oh my gosh so I get in and I'm like whatever and I'm like explaining RP and they're like what is that so I tell them and then when the actual optometrist comes in she like is the fine she's finally the one that understands like okay I'm not going to dilate your eyes because I know you went through you know an extreme amount of dilation and then yeah we're good <laughs> yeah and then she she just seemed like she had a really fun time explaining to me what you know what the bony spicules look like and why I have our oh they love that. all that stuff like it's funny so, like they don't, know. they don't know so, it, but they love it <laughs> So I was like, I feel like she doesn't see this often because I don't oh, know, no. it's not their specialty and we're rare to them. And oh yeah, think about you went to college. If you went to imagine, imagine going to college for something because you do, they, 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 even know that they're not like, you know, the pros, they still yeah. learn about all this stuff. So imagine like going to college, you know, and, you know, learning of like being a nurse or something or a doctor and maybe you've read about this certain disease, but you've never seen anybody in real life have it. You'd probably be a little excited when you finally, you got to see oh, it in exactly. real life. You're like, you're like, oh, wow. Even though it's like, yeah, it's awful for the person that has it, but you're going to be excited <laughs> right? because like, in your head, you're like, wow, you, I, I want to see it. Like... I want to see the actual, I can look at a real eye that has it instead of looking at a picture in a, in a, in a book that yeah. has what RP looks like. No, she, they can actually sit there and look at your eyes and go, you know, like that's what they did with me last time I was there. Yeah, like the woman was really excited. She's like, "Oh, see, look at, see, see your eye here," because I watched well, it. I was lucky because with my insurance, I didn't have to do dilation. I had the option of pictures, so uh, that's what they told me. She was, she was, oh, okay. But she's like, "Okay, where do you get dilated your eyes?" I'm like, "I don't want my eyes dilated." And they're like, <laughs> like I already she's, do that enough. Yeah, she's like, she looks, she's like, oh, she's like, you know, because I had supplemental insurance, and she's like, oh, well, you're insurance you have actually covered you for pictures which you're i'm like yeah pictures good so yeah. that and and the woman showed me a picture she's like here she's like it looked at spider web look like this black spider all around you know she's like that's mm -hmm. right there that's the rp right there 
And she's like, see this right here? That's your, you know, that's your cataract. She's like, you know what? She's like, your eyes actually look pretty good for somebody at, at your age right now. You know, I guess uh, I told her I took vitamin A since I was like 18. I've been taking vitamin A. So, yeah. uh, I mean, some, some, it works for some people. I've heard mm-hmm. it works for some people. It doesn't work, but for mine, apparently it did because like I probably saved a lot of my vision because of it. So yeah, but there, but she was really, yeah. Same thing. Very excited. Like between her and then my main guy, they're both, they were both, they both love seeing it. Like they always, ask, although the guy will test my vision by mm-hmm. fingers. I'll say, Oh, where's your, where's your, you know, where's your vision now? And he'll sit there and hold fingers until they come close together. And I'll, oh, just tell, yes. yeah. And I'll be like, I, I see him now. <laughs> He'd be like, Oh, wow. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I know. It's fun. I, uh, that always like, te- like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm doing it right now. And I feel like, Oh, I can see it in my peripheral. But then like at the doctor's office, they try. Oh, you always feel it. the worst, right? And I'm like, of course I go on the day that I'm not having a good eyesight. Yeah, that's what it feels like. I'm telling you, anytime I go there, I go to um I think it's like the lighting inside like Yale Eye Center. I've that's my where I go my the the main the my um, the professional. Um yeah, I always feel like it's like I'm blinder than yeah, than I than I normally am. So that's a normal feeling. Okay, I'm uh, glad I'm not alone. (laughs) Yeah. That or you know what? I didn't know this until I did my podcast, but there was somebody on here and I, now I realize how my vision works because it worked like hers. She described it like she had a donut in front of her face and in the donut is where you can't see, but there's spots outside the donut. You can't like, so, cause that's what I can. I can actually reach my hands all the way back yeah. and there's a, I can see my hands that if I would go, I bring them forward I lose them. Then they go into this fog and then I come back and I see them again, uh, you know, but I That's never a really good that. analogy it's because I can I can definitely picture that like like there's a fog okay, donut the center's like, like amazing the size yeah not good so much. much but there's areas where like you know someone goes to give you a handshake and you're like I don't see that or yeah. uh, fist fist bumps that's this is the worst thing about having RP that because we come across like we're jerks because someone's oh, like hey yeah, I tried yeah. giving you a high five what's that or hey don't leave me hanging man like you know like I'm trying yeah. to give you a fist bump and you're like I don't unless you tell me I don't even yeah. So half the time I have well, to remember for me, to put my hand I don't out. really shake anyone's hands that much because I'm just like a stay-at-home mom and I don't know. Yeah, so it's really all good. Hang yeah, out yeah, with friends too much. But COVID's great. What, COVID's great for that. So. Oh, right. But my, <laughs> the thing that is, I would consider my enemy is pacifiers. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I didn't think about that. Yeah, pacifier. My daughter, she still uses pacifiers every day. You know, um, we're in, hoping that we'll start weaning her. Start weaning her off. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, in a little bit, we'll start weaning her. And as of lately, I'm like, okay, I probably should do this sooner than later because I just hate it. I feel like uh, I'm searching everywhere for them. And I even use my flashlight to try finding them. And I'm like, okay, where's your pacifier? Where maybe you need some it? bright, maybe you need like a bright green one or something. Like I need some contrast or something. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's. I'm like, I swear that the, whoever created the pacifiers that are like, um, night lights or whatever, like the ones that are good for <laughs> night. I'm like, you are a saint because I can see those ones, but the ones that are not the night light ones or whatever they're called, those ones, it's My just son used to use the ones you can put your finger in. Yes. Yeah, so sometimes the I ones, step on uh, them or I don't step on it, but like I kick them or like I'm looking for them <laughs> everywhere and they're like right in front of my face. She'll be happy when that phase is over. 
Oh, I know. Like, ah. like in the morning when the lights on in her room, she's like standing up in her crib, and I'm just like, oh, pacifier at whatever, and she's just like staring on the floor at it, like telling me like, mom, it's right there, and I'm like, oh, thanks. And you know what, though, see, think about this too. Here's another benefit to having RP that you're gonna realize it's a benefit and not a curse is that you'll be a better mother than a lot of people because you're gonna be a lot more careful. Yeah. than most parents like you're like you're gonna second guess and do that you're just gonna naturally do a lot of things uh-huh. to be more careful yeah than regular people like i tell people yeah. like when i said when i used to drive when i was still driving at night and stuff like that mm-hmm. i used to tell people i told people you know about my i'd be like oh yeah you know, i have rp and you know i have you know right now i just have really bad night vision and they'd always say you know like how can you drive at night then and i'd be like i have headlights there's street lights. I can still see if there's light. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I go, and if, and if anything, I said, I'm a better driver than you at night because I'm aware of that. So oh, I, yeah. you know, I make sure to, you know, be better. So I'm probably even better driver than most people I know because mm-hmm. I'm so focused on that because I'm aware that I have, you know, a visual issue. And so yeah. I think people I RP in general. That. You're more in tune with like certain things than maybe hearing. Like someone doesn't realize. Yeah, yeah. your smell is going to get better. Hearing is going to get better. So you're going to be able to like, you'll be able to know like something's going on with your kid like before even like anything sometimes just because. You yeah. Just have, I mean, granted, you got that whole mother instinct thing going on. So you have like, <laughs> you got like the, like the extra sense that even I didn't get. So, yeah. but I'm yeah, sure like you, you have that bothered instinct. <laughs> oh yeah, there is a little bit. Yeah, I guess. But like, uh, so um. But no, you're going to get all the, like, once there's, once, like, you know, the more your vision low progresses, like, your other senses obviously will pick up. Yeah. And, and you're going to notice that. And, you know, and it's going to, you know, it's not going to work great if you were still, like, if your daughter was in diapers and stuff, because that's, you're going to pick that up real easy. <laughs> you'll, be able to, yeah. <laughs> you'll be able to smell things. I always tell people, I'm like, it's, yes, my sense of smell is heightened. And that's yeah. a blessing and a curse. Because that means... <laughs> That means, yeah, I can smell pizza like miles away. Yeah, that also means I can smell anything else. Exactly. <laughs> if someone chose to just not put deodorant on that day, and they don't think they smell bad, I know they smell bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to be that guy because I'm like, yeah, I, I probably the only one that notices this because my, my smell is just so heightened. I I'm not gonna be like, man, you need to put deodorant on. You smell, yeah, but, uh, you know. So yeah, you'll notice like just, you know, it's, it's fun, you know, and hearing is good too. It's like the best thing in the world. Like, just like, you'll know, my son tries to scare me all the time. He fails. Yeah. I think one time, one time you get me. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like my hearing's great. And then sometimes it's like, it's not, but when it is great, it's like super heightened and people are like, how'd you hear that? Yeah. But how, wait a minute. But that when the moments when you think it's not great, is it because there's a lot of noises? because you're hearing because yeah i think remember you're you're like a superman a superwoman uh so you're hearing you're not you're 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 taking all this information you're hearing a bunch of stuff i tell that to my wife because she claims sometimes she gives me flack and says oh i thought you had super hearing i'm like i can't there's so many noises going on right now yeah and even though they seem subtle to you i'm i'm picking them all up and yeah I, I, I definitely I, just, I i feel that yeah. So it's not, you're not hearing that. It's tough to like, say you're in a bar or somewhere where, you know, it's loud anyway, mm-hmm. you're going to find, you're going to think you're more, it's, it almost feels like you're, you're definitely, but you're not because you're, yeah. you're, you're, it's like, you're just hearing everything. And it just feels like 
you can't concentrate on one you have to really focus on the one person you're talking to yeah because you know, it's like and, an overload yeah and your brain is like i don't know because your brain's already working hard as it is because mm-hmm. you know your eyes are like not giving enough information so yeah so, so now it's like your brain's like hey i need more information from you ears exactly you know, like, so he's working double time you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so no it's 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 really crazy you'll, you'll learn that your brain is really fascinating that's uh that's another thing you'll learn you're gonna look back on your vision as things go and you're gonna like like i like even my mom did and i did we all you look back and you go wow this happened because probably rp like the moment like you have moments where like maybe you almost hit something or something happened and you're gonna think at the time you probably didn't think it was anything when you look mm-hmm. back it's because your brain filled in it, it took two spots and just guessed you had a missing yeah. patch of vision you had a missing maybe it was a small patch but your vision just kind of filled that in because we don't see black right we don't see mm-hmm. like your missing parts of your vision aren't black like people think yeah. it's 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 a com- it's a combination of point a and point c it doesn't know what b is so mm-hmm. your brain just goes well you know that's i got a and i got c and i can just combine these together and um uh, eh, we'll put that right there so you yeah. think you still see something, but that's not really there. <laughs> so that's what I happened. had recently learned about that because there was this video on TikTok I saw that it had these like celebrities in opposite corners, like different pictures of different celebrities. And then in the center was this picture of a cross or a plus sign, whatever. And it was mm-hmm. like, focus on the plus sign. And then you'll notice that like, because your brain isn't seeing the whole image of like, either person that is going to give them like a funky look and sure enough oh wow and i was like oh my gosh am i tripping or what (laughs) (laughs) hey so i would question i'm wondering have you experienced the wet floor sign yet like have you experienced tripping on it or you know thing you know you haven't really fully enjoyed that yet necessarily (laughs) experienced that but i've definitely walked into um people <laughs> but okay that's that's true okay okay I got um, you that's your right yeah like one time it. at the airport walked into someone when I was trying to like follow my husband he's like a, such a fast walker and I'm like trying to catch up to him or whatever and then he stopped and then I stopped and then I bumped into someone and then when we went to the zoo walked into someone's stroller because I thought it was ours and it was not oh. so <laughs> I've had those experiences but none of the wet floor sign yet um I don't i'm know. still waiting to go in somebody else's car oh, i'm still waiting for that, that moment where like i think it's somebody else i think it's my like my my car and i go into someone else's car and it's like yeah yeah that like, happened I've heard that to happen. me um well it was before i got diagnosed with rp but i don't know if it had to do with my rp that was undiagnosed at the time or if it was just because the cars looked very similar but um yeah, I almost went into the car and then my brother, I was driving with him that day. We came out of Target and he pointed out that there was like flowers in the trunk of the car. And he's yeah. like, did you always have flowers in the trunk <laughs> or no? And I was like, oh, like, nope, not my car. Good point. So then I walked like, okay, now where is my actual car? <sighs> cool. Oh my God. Have you well, experienced the wet floor uh, sign? Oh, I get it all the time. Oh, they're 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 my nemesis. That's there's a reason why that that wet floor sign is the, the logo for the show. Yeah, uh, I believe it. That's that's 
And that's uh that's that's no 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 oh yeah there was times like I didn't even understand that that was like a thing with RP I just was like why I thought maybe it's just because of me I mean no I knew it was because of my RP and my vision mm-hmm. but I didn't realize it was a nemesis for everybody else I thought it was just yeah. me and, and then like you know I and then when I joined the Facebook group was when I saw everybody like oh my god these things need to die and I like like yes. oh yeah so but yeah that's when you that's when you'll know see those are the signs see when you start now when you start not being able to catch those you kind of know that like all right things have progressed a little you know when you start having those moments where normally you just doesn't happen Mm -hmm. when that happens a little more now you know that okay we're in the next phase I call it phases like like mine changes about every 10 years my vision so I'm like I'm like all right you know yeah that's okay my 30s diagnosed me told me is that like every 10 years your vision changes so he's like right now you could be seeing like this but then who knows in 10 years from now what you'll you know like what your vision will be like so I'm just like sitting here like okay and now I'm just like you know patiently of course waiting for my 30th birthday because I'll be 26 this year (laughs) but also like (laughs) patiently waiting because that's the next time that I need to get like a new driver's license is when you're 30 and I'm just like hopefully I'll still pass the the field well, I mean you, yeah you, don't, you really don't have to worry about that at that point in time like you could just I mean I just always just renewed my my license as long as if I was still driving like I still have a valid driver's license because of COVID yeah. I renewed it because I was like well I'm not gonna also they don't do vision te- oh maybe it's no, just not to in- a different state that I needed to do the vision oh, I was so nervous okay. I had my oh. doctor sign a waiver for me I was, like, <laughs> I was like I can still see enough to drive in the new state that I'm living in like that oh the, um, for the oh for the um because i know certain states require like yeah a certain amount of vision for yeah yeah so i don't know if it's every state or but i was just like looking up because i was like nervous that you know that was like one of the first things i feared that you know i was getting my driver's license revoked because oh you can't right properly like no i was i literally under the radar you know i could just shoot yeah just run it yeah i could imagine that maybe that maybe it is because of that yeah, but so I had my doctor write a note, and then when I went to the DMV down here, I had that note handy, and I told them, like, hey, this is my note to out of the field vision test. <laughs> she looked at the note, you know, accepted it, but then she still made me take it, and I was like, crap. <laughs> but thankfully, I hope I I'm having still... a good day today. <laughs> I know, I could still see the lights, and I was like, these lights are a lot better than the field vision test that I took, you know, or, oh, you know, okay. whatever, so I was like, okay, as long as I can still see these, but Yeah, you'll figure out, like, see what happens to me, but, like, realistically, it's like, that's a, like, I never wanted someone to make that decision for me, so when I left, I mean, I just stopped driving on my own, um, and yeah, hopefully you, rather, you can make that decision yourself, too, like, yeah. you know, when you hit 30, I'd, you gotta renew it, you just, yeah. Yeah, I'd definitely rather... I don't know, be the person that, I don't know, I would hate to be told like, well, sorry, you can't drive anymore. I mean, obviously, if if it comes to the point that someone tells me that I'll stop and I'll probably be more sad than if I made the decision on my own, like when I decided on my own not to drive at night, it's not because I have a restriction, it's just because I decided. um, Yeah, you don't, you never want, because then that's like, to me, that is RP controlling you. That's, you know, that's RP is actually depicting your life. But exactly. if you choose when to stop, you are depicting, you are making that decision. You are yeah. choosing when to not drive. I will make that decision. RP won't make that decision. I will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you'll know. 
I just feel like people, and you'll always hear people do, like, don't mention driving ever on the RP group on Facebook. Yeah. People like, if they find out you're still driving, they go crazy. And oh, you know, yeah. It's like, or, oh, well, if this is happening to you, then you probably should. Although you're doing the completely right thing. Like, you stop driving at night. So that's perfect. You know, yeah. you had an issue at night, stop driving at night. So perfect. For some yeah. people that want their kids to experience driving, even though their kid was diagnosed with RP, I've seen comments like that. And I don't know. See, that's like another thing. Like, well, if I was diagnosed earlier and we found out I had RP, would I have been able to get my, you know, would my parents have been like, okay, we'll trust you enough to, you know, I don't know. Like those. Would they, yeah. Would, yeah. Right. They would, would, they, would your parents been like, we don't know. I mean, I don't know. We got to trust you in a car now. And you know, yeah, what, exactly. what if, what if something happens? And, you know, what if your night vision isn't that good? like, that's the, yeah, I don't know. I know. I, I feel like you just know, like, I just like me towards the end, it was like, not fun. I was doing the things yeah. I was like minimizing my nighttime driving. Um, I actually pretty much stopped towards the end. Like basically I wasn't driving at night. And if I did drive it, it was like, okay, where am I meeting my friends? Mm-hmm. Is it not far from my house? Uh, what's the lighting situation? And yeah. can I, can I picture myself being able to do this? If I, mm-hmm. if I was like, if I couldn't say yes to all that stuff, I couldn't really make sure I, if I didn't feel comfortable, it was, Hey dude, can you pick me up? Because yeah. we're going to be here at night. I really don't want to drive back home in the dark. Uh, yeah. And it's like, yeah. So most of the time towards the end, I had rides at night. I didn't really have tried to avoid as much as possible. If there was an extreme circumstance, like I would do it. But mm-hmm. other than that, no. So it's like, and then I got lucky. I would be like taking left turns. And like one time I went to take a left turn and I went right through two police barricades, but perfectly, you know, those hurdle things. Yeah. I drove my car perfectly. Couldn't (laughs) do it again. Probably if I tried, I just took the left turn and I went right in between them. And I was like, I'm not supposed to be here. (laughs) I had a moment. I realized it real quick. And then I kind of realized what was going on and I saw the road was blocked. So I was like, so I just turned back around, went back. And I'm like, those are the moments I was having just like in my last couple of months before I decided to hang him up. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I, you know what? Like that could have been a kid. You know? <laughs> like, exactly. So now your podcast that I listened to, I think it came out in 2019. Yeah, end of 2019. So, yeah. Yep. So yep. what has changed, I guess, for you in aspects of, I know you're supposed to be the one interview, but I guess I I don't like questions. I love when I get questions. Okay. So it's a conversation. We're we're having a conversation. It is. is. So when, how long, I guess, after that, did you decide like, okay, now I'm not even going to get in the car to drive, even like if it's a quick trip to like the grocery store, like down the street or something. You mean after I hung up the keys? You mean after I stopped driving? Because I stopped driving when I was was 35. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. in the podcast, you said that you stopped driving, but like you'll still get in the car to like do like, you know. If oh, yeah, I still do it. Ha- oh, okay, I still okay. reverse. I still revert. I, I I mean, to be honest, I've recently have driven recently because I wanted to give my mom a ride in my mm-hmm. car, my Mustang. And okay. it was in our because I wanted to mimic the same trip that I, I was in the car with my mom the last time she drove. Oh. So I wanted to do the same drive, which was like uh, from a garage down the street from our my parents house because mm-hmm. she was bringing back we had to bring two cars back so we needed another driver my mm-hmm. mom's license was not valid at that point but she told you know my my stepdad that she could she would drive she drove the corvette back home so it was me and my mom the corvette 
coming back from the garage because he had to pick up the other car. Mm-hmm. And I just remember that from my childhood. I don't even remember that being her last time driving. I just know I remember that moment because it was the only time yeah. I remember ever driving with my mom. And I thought it was weird because mm-hmm. I have one. Ma- I always grew up. I always knew my mom had vision problems. always had all that stuff. But I never remember as a kid ever driving with my mom except yeah. that one moment. So I told her that and she goes, oh, yeah. She was like, that was the last time I ever drove. And I was like. Oh, and she's like, yeah. She's like, I hadn't even had a probably valid driver's license in quite some time when I did that. She's like, I don't even, I asked her recently, she goes, I don't even know why I agreed to do that. She's like, <laughs> or why I thought I could do that, but I did. And she's like, well, yeah, she's like, well, that was it. So wanted to be I did that you. from my, yeah, I did that the last, so my last day of actual driving, I buy, I remember I rented a, or someone lent me actually a 64 and a half Mustang because my mom had a 68 Mustang when she was mm-hmm. still driving that she loved. So that was close as I could get, you know, to with that. So I got that and I, I was happy with that. But since in COVID, I picked up a 68 Mustang, just like hers, hers to make, you know, so I could at some point always wanted to, you know, when I was little, I said, once I knew that was my mom's favorite car that she had, and I was like, I'm going to get one and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take my mom for a ride in it. Well, yeah. unfortunately that didn't happen, but it did because, <laughs> because I, you know, I've managed to get that car back on the road. And yeah. for Mother's Day, I had a, I had a friend uh, drive the car. We drove the car down with my son to my parents' house. And then I got into the, took my mom outside, took, put her in the back with, with her grandson. I got in the driver's side. And my, the guy that, one of my friends, he got in the passenger side as my extra pair of eyes. I knew, okay. the, I knew the neighborhood really well still. Mm-hmm. I know the streets really well because I grew up there. Yeah. I was like, I can do this. I was like, my central vision's still really good. I just need help with the peripheral and things like that. So the guy's like, I got you. So yeah, basically like a guide, you know, and I, I, no problem. Made it all the way down, drove back. And I hadn't driven even quite some time actually, since even that, that was actually my longest time driving. Uh, I drove one time I had to drive after I stopped because our car got repoed illegally, I say, cause it really wasn't it was a whole this whole mess situation from yeah Wells Fargo anyway, but mm. <laughs> anyway, so we had a, we had a, yeah we had to all get all, this all corrected. So we, I had no choice. But at that point, this was almost yeah. like about almost a year. It was September, almost a year since I quit self driving, and I was like, well, I was like, well, I have to drive, and I said, my valid. And I said my license is still valid. I just wasn't choosing not to drive. So of course, my son decides he wants to drive with dad. So the whole way from like. It wasn't that far. It was like a couple of towns over and then to back to get back. And I was like, oh, I was so nervous, like the whole way. Like if I was by myself, it probably wouldn't have been a big deal. And I would just follow my way back home. With you. But yeah. it's like when he like, yeah. So I've had moments like that where I'll choose to drive just when I need to. I think I had to drive the car I had before this. I had to, I get where I was uh, getting work done on it. And uh, I didn't trust, I, I, my friend couldn't do it. So I told my friend, I was like, listen, take my son. He's not driving with me. I was like, yeah. you get in your car. I'm going to follow you once again, like a guide. I was like, when you pull out into the main road, know that I'm not going to look. I'm going to just go follow you. So make sure there's enough room for both of us. So I'll do things yeah. like that. Like only extreme, only extreme circumstances. But those, those days are going, I think that I'm pretty sure the one I just did, you know, for my mom and like, and I was my last probably mm. actual, you know, driving it minus you can actually drag race without a driver's wow. license. Wow! <laughs> There's a blind. There is a blind drag racer uh, named Dan Parker. He uh, he got into a bad accident drag racing and he went blind from it. And he still 
he still drag races. So you can, if you can drag race blind, and this dude drags races like super fast cars, like oh my, funny cars I'd and be stuff terrified. like that. Yeah. But if so, that's what he knows. And so that's exciting though. So now I can now work, now before I was working on my car to have other people drive it for me, just so I can, you know, cause I like to work on cars. Yeah. Uh, but now I can work on the car with the intent of for myself. You know, yeah, I can still, yeah. I can still scratch that itch. So, mm-hmm. so you RP people listening out there, like who used to drive, there are options. There are <laughs> things, you know, you could do that are still legal. You can go out and you can go and drag race down a drag race, you know, down, down a strip and you don't need it's Cause you're not thinking about it. You're not on a public road. You're in yeah. a controlled environment. You're only going straight. <laughs> I get There's nothing in the way. I told my friend, as long as he stays in the passenger seat, that's all I need help with would be once you pass, you know, once you go through the finish line, I need to help getting where's the exit to get out and go return to the, the pits and stuff like that. But other yeah. than that, going driving straight, I can see. And even if I couldn't, you still should be able to do it. Cause like I said, there's a blind drag racer. You have no excuses that's at that so point. Crazy. Yeah. Right. So that's like those, those things, you know, I know a lot of people will like, and like you said, you'll see those people on, on Facebook that tend to be a little more bitter and they're going to be the ones that go, you shouldn't be driving, which yeah. I think nobody. And, and for those of you who are listening right now that are in that Facebook group and things like that, I want you to know right now that not one of us, not a single one of us are doctors and not a single one of us deserves the right to even remotely tell somebody that they're not allowed to drive. That is a decision that should be made by the person, you know, like you, you will make, you will make that decision. Don't let other people make that decision. Don't because people are going to you're going to comment or say things to somebody and they're going to be like, oh, see, that happened. You shouldn't be driving. I'm going to tell you something. I had a lot of those moments growing up when I was driving. I had little things happen like I'd hit a curb or or whatever, you know, not anything that was like super dangerous. But if I had things, if I were, they'd be like, nope, you got to stop driving. That could have been a kid. You know, Mm -hmm. no, I was fine. It was just I was fine. You know, you'll know, you will know when it's time to hang them up because realistically, yeah. even someone who's sighted has the same percentage, has the same possibilities of that happening. Like that can happen, you know, you know, just because you have perfect vision doesn't mean you're not going to get distracted and have something happen. So that it's yeah, you know, like, let that decision, let that decision made by you. I don't, I just don't like, that gets me so up. Like only time I've ever told someone on this podcast that, I think they probably should be aware that they might not want to drive was, and it was because I was having the father come out on me. Oh, <laughs> it was a younger girl that was on my podcast and, mm-hmm. and she was describing her vision and it sounded worse than mine oh, at she, the time. She still drives. I was like, yeah, this was like early on in my podcast. And I was like, you sound, I'm like, I'm not trying to, I don't like being the person to be like, tell you not to drive. Cause I, I always tell people that's not a decision, but it sounds like your your brain is making a probably a lot of the corrections and you just don't realize like, like you yeah. think you can see, you think you're okay because you're doing the same, like she drives to the same place every day. Like she has the same routine. I go, but all it's going to take is something happening in that routine. And you're not going to realize it because you're thinking you're okay. And I'm like, ah. and it could be also because God forbid, I don't know. Like a lot of people have these newer cars nowadays that have all these sensors and a lot of people probably don't realize they're relying on a lot of them. They think about it, a lot of our cars nowadays have all those like 
you know, reverse cameras and, you know, oh detection sensors yeah. and, and all that stuff. So you're not even going to be aware. Be lagged. Um, that happened to me one time at our old house. We had a one car garage and I was, I was already like reversed on the driveway, but I was trying to pull up even more because my parents were coming um, and whatnot. And I was just trying to get like, you know, close to the garage door, but obviously not touch it. And the camera was lagged. So it made it seem like I was farther, you know, oh, away okay. than I was. And all of a sudden I hit the garage door and it got dented <laughs> and I was like, uh, uh <laughs> what? So then I, you know, forwarded a little bit. And then of course, when I switched it to go drive forward, the camera like was not lagged anymore. And I get out of the car and I look at oh, the okay, garage I need to reset. Like, oh, okay. Crap. <laughs> yeah. So, no, but yeah, so like, to me, you'll make that, that. decision. Yeah, yeah, it happens. But see, like that's like, but those are moments, you know, like that or like now. Do you look at a moment like that and go, "Well, time for me to hang it up," you know, like well, that is no, the moment. Be, definitely not the moment, but just not good. Say, <laughs> yeah, don't always yeah. rely on the cameras or and don't the trust sensors. your depth perception. Yeah, depth perception the is going to be off. And whatnot could be lagged like it was for me, and then you back into your garage door on accident. <laughs> Dude, I used to park at work purely because I knew exactly the angle of my car had to be like I, yeah. I, I like if I came into work, I wouldn't be able to see the lines of like the uh, the parking space. Sometimes if it was like raining or um, snow or whatever, I knew exactly what angle my car faced, what building. I knew exactly the angle. So I would be able to know if I was in the wrong spot, like a point to like, this isn't my spot. It's one spot over. And I could just yeah, it's stuff like that. Like you just learn little tricks to, to get by, yeah. you know, and that worked. That's safe. I was fine. I wasn't getting killed or anybody. But mm. you find those little landmarks. You want to find landmarks. You know, as as your vision progresses, you'll find landmarks and things like that to help you realize kind of like where you are and yes. stuff like that. So even around your house, you'll do it and you know, whatever. But like, yeah. Yep. I literally like one time, like I which it paid off because one time it's you know, when when it snows, you know, you definitely can't see your parking spot. But I'll know mine yeah. because once again, I know angle, even though I can't see the white lines because they're all covered in snow and everything. I know exactly where my parking spot is. So, yeah, but. definitely landmarks. That's what um, my mom and I had sort of talked about is like, you want to make sure like, you know, you kind of have your house like, you know, open, you kind of like remember where things are in your house or whatever. And, you know, teach Alana as she grows up, like, you know, help me put things um, back where they belong. Yes. Or where, put things back that, where you put them. <laughs> that is something that her and I have been struggling with lately. I know she's young yeah. and she's learning things, but yeah. she's in that stage where she likes to put on our shoes. And then she <laughs> leaves the shoes in places that my husband or I have put. And then I trip over the shoes and I get like, really? <laughs> So I'm like, okay, we need to work on like That's what to one. do. I'm like, do, do I need to put my shoes in the closet? Cause the closet, you know, I'm like, got to figure something out. And then I'm like, well, if it's not the shoes, it's the cans. Cause she's obsessed with cans. So it's just, uh, you know, I, I, I have landmarks even in my house, but then it gets kind of mis mixed up, you know, cause it got a toddler. Oh yeah. So or so that's, that's tough. Yeah. To well, here's but one yeah, final landmarks question for out you. in oh. public are good too to remember. Um, oh yeah, 
you're driving somewhere, whatever, I mean, anything, all that stuff helps. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you're training your eyes to know where to look. I mean, that's, you know, like, you know, where, yeah. light, where street lights are, you know, where this are, you know, and it just, your eyes will naturally want exactly. to Exactly. Yeah. The more I drive on like road, I mean, for anyone, RP or not, like, you know, you know, certain landmarks, you know, things. So. Well, exactly. Yes. If it wasn't for the, un, if it wasn't for things that you can't, if it wasn't for like the possibility of a kid running across the street or a ball, you know, yeah. chasing after, um, somebody deciding that they're more important than anybody. And they just cross the, cross the street, which just happened all the time in where I used to live. And, um, yeah. And just think that, Oh, well, a car will stop. I mean, I had kids, people like that. They're in the crosswalk and like, but like they're in the crosswalk when they're not supposed to be like, they're like jaywalking. And I'm like, uh-huh. just cause you're there. I mean, like, and they won't, they don't stop. They just keep walking. Like they're expecting me to stop like i ha- i have to stop I'm like you're not even in- or one time they weren't even a crosswalk they're just yeah. crossing the street and i'm like i technically don't have to stop for you oh and, I, and, and when i stop and the, i was coming from a busy my job was off of a busy road so like and what if i was yeah. and it usually would take a right turn people would just walk across that street so i'd have to stop real quick let them cross and then turn pray that no one's behind me you know yeah so if it wasn't for those variables i'd still be driving if you think about it, like yeah. if you, I have, I have tunnel vision, but my regular vision's good. I know exactly where headlight. I know everything. I know where street lights are. I know my, my vision knows where to look. I know where to stop. I know where to look for stop signs. I know I, my eyes are all trained to where all those things are. I know my neighborhood really yeah. well, but we, the reason why I'm not driving is because I can't, I can't, uh, what I, I go back out and all of a sudden some kid decides to, you know, yeah. Uh, you know, come across the car or something or, or like a dog you know, something runs loose, you know, and now I hit this dog, you know, that there's just <laughs> too many of those, those, those what if situations now. And that's the reason why I stopped. It's like, yeah, because it's, it's not the person. It's not the, you know, it's not the, oh, I can't drive. No, I can drive. It's yeah. just, there's just too many variables where I can't account for. My vision can't keep up with that. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. here's a good one. And even though it's early on in your journey, I'm sure there's, you know, you might use, you can put yourself a good answer for this. I'm sure <laughs> if you can get your vision back. So in other words, get everything hundred percent restored. What are like, what's something you're going to do? What's like the first thing you're going to do? Imagine, no, you have your night vision is back. Boom. What are you doing? Uh, I would enjoy being able to drive at night to see like fireworks for instance um you know or uh six flags i don't know if there's a six flags by you but they do like uh during halloween time they do like their oh that's like the fest or whatever the yeah i only went there once and i'm i haven't gone back since because you know now with this diagnosis and how my vision is i'm like i can't see well enough you're just hesitant yeah right I gotcha. Yeah. So that's something. Oh, yeah. Just, I guess, driving at night and not being like afraid of like, oh my gosh, my anxiety getting the best of me, but definitely like being able to go to things like 4th of July fireworks. Like my husband works on the 4th of July this year. So I can't take my daughter to see fireworks. Because... So those little things, the mom, like little the mom things and stuff. Yeah. yeah stuff like gotcha. that. <laughs> how about, how about this one? Since you're a runner, a nighttime run. Oh gosh, I feel like even imagine with- that you would be too like too scared. 
<laughs> I would be definitely scared to run at night. Even if, yeah, even if you could see. <laughs> yes, there's because some people like that. Some people like some people like uh, like I don't know. Some I never yeah I was never a big like nighttime runner either when I was better. But granted, uh, yeah, like long time. I you know people that can run at night. I give them props, but that is just scary to me. There are too many <laughs> freaky things that have happened around uh, yeah. where I live to people. You're like, that no I, thanks. Not like around like my area in particular, but like, you know, in the city, like in the big city of, yeah. you know, in Atlanta or whatever, Chicago, places like that. I'm just like, I would not even go running or walking at night. <laughs> but, nope. Oh, gosh. All right. So you're enjoying. Okay. But no, that's a. Going for a nice little nighttime cruise. Yeah, that uh, I I loved doing that. Or you know, not having to worry about like, oh, if I went to my friend's house and being like, okay, well, you know, not worrying about, oh, my husband has to come with me. That way, I can come home at night. Or like, eh, now I'm kind of forced to spend the night unless you know one of my family members can come pick me up or whatever. You know, that would be nice. Absolutely. I understand that. Well, thank you. I'm gonna say it. Thank you, Alexa, for being on. Hopefully, she didn't hear me. Uh, <laughs> I think we're okay. Um, thanks for being on. Thank you, you know, for being honest. This is awesome. Yeah, thank you for having me again. I appreciate it. I can't wait to hear it back and send it to my family. Mm, oh, I told them I, will, I was going to be on a podcast, and they were like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> they were like, "Whose podcast are you going to be on?" Like. I didn't know you talked to people that did podcasts and I like explained to them and they're like, oh, that's so cool. It's like, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's funny. It never gets old. This many, uh, I, I've been, you know, so what, like November, 2019, I think I started and it's still, huh. uh, I still feel like I'm still trying to get people to know this exists, but um, yeah, I'm starting, it's starting to pick up now. So hopefully, you know, it continues. Yeah, I hope it continues to, to pick up. I, I actually, I know that we like, you know, said thank you and whatever. I know we're going to get off soon, but there's this person that you actually interviewed a few months ago, um, MJ or Michaela. Oh yeah. MJ is awesome. I found her on TikTok because back in November, my doctor prescribed me to like take this medication. So I was like, Hmm, maybe if I like start posting videos about it, you know, whatever. And so then I just like, that's kind of what she did. Yeah, yeah, I clicked doing, on the hashtag doing. of like retinized pigmentosa or something like that. And then I came across her videos and now her and I follow each other and like we like messaged each other, but she had posted how she was going to be like on the RP or live free with RP and whatever. And yep, I did she's not a big fan realize of ours, that, so yeah. Yeah, and I did not realize that this was the same podcast that she was talking <laughs> about. And I was like, oh my gosh, small world. <laughs> oh yeah no she's not she she found us from the rp show and that was actually like oh a big, yeah the rp show like basically like changed her life like she said like it which meant a lot it's, that's one of the comments that like really meant a lot to me and steve was uh yeah, she, like, she messaged yeah she messaged us and said like she had just gotten her diagnosis and she was kind of in like a dark place and mm -hmm. she found she happened to find our youtube channel and it made her and made her laugh so yeah, it is definitely it is definitely like such a small world because I even found someone else on TikTok yesterday who I had swear I had saw her posts in the Facebook group. And sure enough, it was like the same girl. And even this one guy 
who is in the Facebook group. I saw him on TikTok and I was like, wow, I'm seeing all these people oh, like pop search, on. um, search blind talk. Do that. I, I'm definitely going to now. Hashtag makes, blind talk. That's, that's, that's what everyone uses. Like all the people who have like visual impairments, we, we use yeah. the hashtag blind talk. So you'll hear people go, what up blind talk, you know? And you yeah, know, so it definitely makes me excited because as you know, like I'm very new with this diagnosis. Oh yeah. So it's great to get all this information and people make these great short videos on little things. I love it. And I'm definitely gonna, I had subscribed to your YouTube channel a few weeks ago when you posted about it. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. And we have, we're on, we're on TikTok too. We do some fun. Oh, okay. I make some funny videos. That's where I do all the funny videos and stuff on oh, there. Okay, so. God, I'll definitely look you up um, in a little bit then, because I I love seeing like I don't know I love learning about different things and you know with this diagnosis and stuff, just seeing other people you know that have it either the same or different. It's very like eye opening and very interesting. I love everyone's stories, so I'm definitely. If you find like- Sam is good too. He doesn't have RP. He has Stargirls. Uh, Sam, he's a uh, the blind life. That's what he, the the okay. blind life. That's what his uh, TikTok and his uh, YouTube channel is. He's good gotcha. too, uh, but he just he has like you say his star guards. But he just just another good like like the way his personality is is really good. Yeah, so. yeah, I'll definitely look into all that stuff because, like I said, it's it's very interesting to hear people's you know different perspectives. I have a different perspective on RP than other people, and it is interesting how it affects people differently. What? And the most famous one is Molly Burke. She has like millions of others. Yes. Yeah, and I. I had known about her before, but then after I had RP, I found out that, oh, she has it too. And I was like, wow. Yeah, but she doesn't, I don't know. She doesn't seem to be like as, she's too, in, in my in my opinion, I think she's a little too famous. But like yeah. She's, like, you know, <laughs> like it's like, it's like Sam is somebody you could reach out to and talk to. Uh, Dave Steele, I don't know who Dave Steele, you know, the blind, have you ever heard of the blind poet? Look up the blind poet. He's, okay, uh, Dave Steele. He's really famous. He's uh, well to to us, and he's he's pretty famous. He's he's from the UK, and he's gotcha. been to the United States, and he goes around. and His poems have really. I'm not big into like poetry, but like mm-hmm. a lot of people love his poems and things like that. And I I had him on the podcast. He, he came on my podcast. I was I chatted with him. He's he's oh, much wow. more. He's much more. He's there's certain people that are obtainable. Like, but I couldn't I couldn't have Molly Burke on here. I couldn't yeah. see my, I couldn't see myself reaching out. Oh, another shout hey, out. Never another say one. never. Lance, Lance, my friend, my boy Lance, who was on my podcast, he has his own podcast called the See Through Pod. Okay, that's awesome. That's everywhere on Instagram, on YouTube, and yeah, See Through Pod. Um, he's over in New York, and he he runs his own. He's amazing, and he has RP, and he runs his own podcast. Um, so. He'll be actually he'll be in the final episode of the RP show when it comes out. Should be out this week of season two. But yeah, so a lot of good things. A lot, you got like tons of stuff out there. There's, there's you know, you're you are 100 percent not alone. I appreciate this. This has been awesome. And I'm definitely See? gonna be creeping on the podcast and catching <laughs> up. <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Binge watch the RP show, you know. <laughs> yes, and I'll definitely do that too. <laughs> I love it. Well, you enjoy the uh, rest of your day, and um, I will definitely let you know when this is out. All right. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye bye. And this has been another great episode of Living Free with RP. Head over to Facebook, hit that like button. And I will see you guys 
in the next episode.